0: If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice. Getting paid, even nicer. Let's face it. Where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name attach these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with my bookie. All the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there and have fun with it, okay? Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now and my bookie will double your first deposit. That's right. Double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you do get paid. Today on the Zabecast, I have seen the future of indoor golf, and it is glorious. Also, I never explained my FOMO. I will today. Bill O'Brien and the Texans die a coward's death and a stout defense of Joe Tessitore. All that plus the morning knuckleheads from 97.3 The Game. Your bonus 40 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. here we go. Wednesday, September 11, 2019. Wow. You know what I just realized? That's right. September 11, 2019. It had not been on my mind until I literally sat there and read the script for the intro to today's Apecast. 2019. We are 18 years in the rearview mirror of that unforgettable unspeakable day and I guess it's a good thing maybe that it is so much in the back of our minds I suppose we should count our blessings that we are not dealing with acts like this all the time in America Maybe it's not such a good thing. Maybe we should have it more in the front of our mind. Maybe this should be more than just a solemn day of remembrance when we happen to get to it. And I'm sure there'll be tributes this morning and moments of silence, et cetera. But I don't know. Maybe we should do more on every September 11th. Not so sure about that. All I know is it's a day that everyone who was alive at the time and old enough to remember will never forget where they were what they were thinking, and more importantly, how it made you feel. And I guess the sad thing about it is that now we are 18 years later, more divided than ever as a nation, really of our own own doing, not so much any outside forces. Boy, if we could go back to how the country was in the wake of 9-11 in terms of being all on Team America, you know, boy, wouldn't that be great. But that's for another time. I'm not going to bog you down with that. Later today in, this, uh, in the Zabecast, not later today, later here in the Zabecast, a, uh, a little cameo with my knuckleheads who help me look as good as I possibly can in the morning. Uh, Chief of Staff Josh Albrecht and Digital Director of All Things Nonsense. As well as Eric Gitter, the director of sports information and our studio producer now on 97 through the game in Milwaukee. These guys sat in with me. We played some inside baseball, behind the scenes stuff. And also, we talked about some pretty gross stuff, actually. But we're guys, we talk about gross stuff. Okay, before we get to that, let me start by saying I saw the future of indoor golf today, and it was glorious. There is a company by the name of X-Golf that is based in South Korea that is now franchising out in America, and it's essentially a high-tech bowling alley for golf simulators. The X-Golf that is opening here in Wisconsin is in Brookfield, and it is going to be open on Friday. We got a little sneak preview uh, on Tuesday. Myself, Gitter, and Josh went out there uh, to go see the owners, Um, and they were... Incredible to us, Sean and Luke were just. Thank you very much for having us. It was just amazing to see uh, the whole operation. Mike as well, the head pro. Yes, they have a head pro there because see, this is a this is a simulator entertainment. Their their motto is uh, play, train, and entertain, or play, entertain, and train, or. Bottom line is you can go there with a bunch of dudes who aren't very good at golf and play on a golf on a simulator golf course and have a blast doing it and get a round in in an hour and a half easy 18 hole round with four guys or if you're a serious golfer you can go in when the weather's bad when you just need to get some swings in work on some stuff that you've been Caught at the range, whether it's a million degrees outside and blazing hot, or whether it's freezing ass cold, and you can't possibly hit a ball outdoors. And not only can you get swings in, but you get the actual numbers. You get all the data from their sophisticated tracking system: launch angle, spin rate, club head speed, ball speed, apex, carry distance, roll distance. I mean, everything. Angle of attack as well. Ooh, angle of attack, Abe. Eh? You should have said that first and foremost. Well, any nerd golfer knows that uh, to maximize your distance on your driver, it's all about AOA, baby. Angle of attack. And it's surprisingly affordable. You might think, what is this, $200 an hour? No. Like, you can rent a bay, even in peak hours, they say their top rate is going to be about 55 bucks an hour. And that's not per person. That's divvied up perhaps four ways. And if you go during the day, during the week, it's even cheaper. It's like 30 bucks. So... If you're a hardcore golfer, man, this place is awesome. And what I was skeptical about was how easy would the technology integrate? You know, because there's a lot that goes on. You got to fudge with buttons, you got to set up the software. Does it read the shots properly? How do you keep people going? Like whose turn is it? Who's hitting now? Blah, blah, blah. Hey, trust me. They got this all wired. The technicians and the owners, I mean, it's a it's a Korean company. And I say this as the most highest compliment I could give. As soon as I heard it was Korean, I said, okay, I know it's going to be fucking good. The Koreans love golf, and they are technologically elite. So they have it figured out. And what's cool is that it has an automatic teeing system, which at first blush for a serious golfer, you think, well, how lazy is that? Really? Do I really need an automatic teeing system? Trust me, you come to love it, as myself and Gitter and Josh were playing on Tuesday. You sit there with your golf club, and you just, boop, you tap a button on the floor right behind your ball, and this sophisticated mechanism pops a ball out, rolls it onto a tee, and it adjusts the tee to the height that you preset. And get this, it remembers what your tee height is every time it's your turn to play. And then, of course, when you're hitting it off the fairway or once you've teed off, you just knock the ball off the tee. The tee retracts, and you put the ball right on the mat there, and away you go. It is so slick. And the whole interior is amazing. I'm going to post a video on my Twitter feed when I get a chance to edit it, and you'll see it for yourself. It is amazing. I am dying for somebody to open a franchise in the Washington, D.C. area. These should be all over America. They're amazing. I didn't explain my FOMO the other day. I said I was going to on the on the Zabecast. This stems from Sunday when I was locked out of my DirecTV Sunday ticket account. And the Redskin game had started, and I was missing it. And I'm like, oh, my God. I, I had this feeling of panic like you couldn't believe. Luckily, I'm not somebody who really deals with panic or panic attacks. But I know people who do, and I'm sympathetic to it. Especially because I felt that way at 1 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday. Here I was I waited I waited 8 long months for the football season to arrive. And here it is. I'm ready to watch the Redskins and I can't watch them. My best laid plans have been, you know, thrown to shreds, shredded in front of my eyes. So as I gave up on hooking up via streaming, and a million people were like, "Here's my VPN account. Go to this website. Check Reddit, you'll find streams there. Here's my Slingbox account." You, you people were very helpful, but I just I couldn't stand trying to log into one more thing for one more minute, so I I fled to my car, and I drove to Potawatomi Casino, where they have a beautiful bar area called the Fire Pit Bar, or Fire Pit Bar and Grill, Lounge, whatever. It's got a bunch of TVs inside, like a big beehive, all up on the walls, and they've got every game during football season. I'm like, okay, I'm good. But as I was panicking, and I felt totally, oh my god, oh my god, and I'm rushing to go watch the game, something struck me. I'm walking as fast as I could without causing a scene through the casino, left and right, and over here and over there. And guess what? I couldn't find where the fire pit was. And I realized as I'm in a panic, I'm missing plays, I'm missing plays, I'm missing plays. A ton of people were in there gambling on a Sunday, and they were hunched over dice tables, and they were bellied up to blackjack tables. And they were playing slots, and guess what? None of them gave a shit about the NFL on opening Sunday. And you know what? There's a lot of people like that. And I bet a lot of the people, a lot of the guys I saw who fit the demographic for your typical NFL fan, oh, sure, they're NFL fans. They watch. But they didn't have to be in front of the TV for week one. It then dawned on me just how much of a slave I am of sorts, to Goodell and the Mighty Shield. I had another buddy, Danny Benedum, who was on this killer golf trip that's a Ryder Cup-style event out of town with uniforms and the whole deal, a bunch of avid golfers, good golfers, and I said, oh, man, I'd love to go on that. That sounds like fun. He's like, well, there's a waiting list of five guys long, and that's how good the event is, but if you want to get on it, I'll put you on it. And I said, well, when is it? And he goes, usually the first or second week of September. And I said, with a forlorn voice, "I'm sorry, I I can't. It's, it's NFL season. Someday I would love to be unbeholden to the shield, and someday I would like to break my chains of a break my chains of oppression of Roger Goodell. But this is the life I've chosen, and the life I've chosen to be a sports talk radio host is you are there front and center for the NFL. You do not miss a weekend, and generally, I don't." I don't enjoy, I mean, I prefer to watch every weekend. It's just, I wish I didn't have to, you know. But as I'm walking around seeing all these people that didn't give a shit about the NFL, and as I'm driving around thinking, well, these people don't give a shit about the NFL, I'm the only one panicking, driving like a maniac, to maybe miss a few less plays on TV of one game in one week of a season that, trust me, is not going anywhere. Wow. FOMO. Fear of missing out. I had it bad on Sunday. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or just keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you should go to my bookie. Fast, easy, and they pay when you win. What does Mr. X always say? Winning is nice, getting paid even nicer. Let's face it, where you're betting online is just as important as who you're betting on. Listen, I wouldn't put my name Attach these guys if they weren't good and if people didn't get paid. Do the smart thing and get with my bookie. Have an account there just in case. You probably already have an account somewhere else. That's fine. Who doesn't have multiple accounts? Have an account with my bookie. Take advantage of their bonuses. Check out all the other things you can do with bookie. all the other ways you can bet and the other games they have there, and have fun with it, okay? Did you know you can bet on games after kickoff? Yes, you can. Who doesn't want to fire in a second-half bet to make up for your stupid idea on the first half? If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try parlays. If all your picks come through, multiply your winnings. It's that simple. Well, it's not that simple, but still. Fire in some parlays, man. It's football season. Have fun. Join now, and MyBookie will double your first deposit. That's right, double your first deposit. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to activate the offer. That's promo code ZABE. Go to MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you do get paid. All right, without further ado, let me introduce you, if you don't know him already, the two knuckleheads who helped me out tremendously in the mornings on 97.3 The Game. Josh Albrecht, who I've just gotten to know in the last four or five months, and Eric Gitter, my former intern from many moons ago at One-on-One Sports in Chicago, who by an amazing twist of fate and a bounce of the cost-cutting ball at a golf company who shall not be named, TaylorMade became available at just the right time to slide in and now work for me on this show, and I couldn't be happier. Here are the boys. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, joining us now on the Zavecast, it is the behind-the-scenes director's cut, the DVD extras of the Steve Zaven show on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee. My boys, Josh and Gitter, are with me. I know that this is a cross pollination of sorts of uh, audiences, and I know that a lot of podcast listeners already know who you guys are, but there are some who have no idea who you guys are. And I have no idea what percentage of my podcast listeners have any idea who the fuck you guys are. <gasps> exactly. Whoa, right. whoa, what? whoa. Whoa. You can actually, say that? Actually, Gitter's been on the podcast before oh, a couple cool. of times, right? Uh, Once? two or three, three or four, something like that. No, okay. oh, yeah. Did nice. you get your
1: check for that, by the way? Uh, still waiting for Is still that coming in Bitcoin waiting. or yes. where the fuck
0: is it? It's coming in it? shitcoin is what's coming Perfect. in. Perfect. Speaking, Speaking of, of shitcoin, yeah. So I got, I got, I mean, this is terrible. I'm you smell, by the way, right now. Tuesday. Yeah, like ass. Oh, you brought God. your ass. Brought your ass. Tuesday morning, I'm flying home to D.C. tonight at 7. It's going to be a long day. Good day, but a long day. I swear to God, I shit last night, and I showered, and I just went to bed. I woke up, and now this morning, I have a distinct odor do shit from somewhere. (laughs) Now, I'm worried that maybe this uh, quarter zip was sitting on some pants that unfortunately got a little Mm. bit of a, a skid mark on it earlier in the week, which I took out of rotation. These should be clean underwear, clean pants, everything. And if I've got an emerging shit stain this early in the day, it's going to be a long day sitting on an airplane. Oh, for sure. I'm not going to be home until 10 o'clock tonight.
1: What about, what about the people next to you on the plane then?
0: I know. You might All as well I bring can...
1: Indian food on the plane while you're at it.
0: You would tell me if you could smell shit emanating from my body, <laughs> I right? mean, As buddies, as pals? I'm Yes. Okay. Thank you. And you don't right now? No. I don't right now. Josh is closest to you, Let me get closer to you right now. Yeah,
2: oh, that's nice. Yeah, right there. Oh, can you smell it? Kind of, (laughs) yeah. Really? Yeah, when I try... Hold on. Usually when you're that close to another human... Yeah, I I do think it's your... I think it's the top.
0: Okay. Let me
2: take the top off. Usually
1: when you're that close to other humans... And actually, now that you mentioned, I
2: think it's also... the shirt and the pants. You think it's my ass? And the think it's my ass that's causing the shit. <laughs> shit smell emanate.
0: Where is this coming from? Well, I'd check the asshole first. That'd be my first you did. suspect. You did check? No, I mean I didn't check it. Oh, but I shouldn't have to. I, like I said, I sh- I took a shit. I showered. I went to sleep. I woke up and put on brand new underwear. But did you fart? Did you have a fart? Don't recall that. Because again, my memory is fuzzy. that's
2: all it takes is one
1: is the rubber glove from your proctology exam yesterday still ah. in your pants perhaps
0: yeah. or in your ass in your ass <laughs> I didn't have a proctology a proctology exam I joked that at the men's health golf outing uh that there'd be a guy on the 13th hole named tiny
1: you know there's a there is a listener of the podcast named tiny
0: I know, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> Shout out to Tiny. Hi, tiny and he, and he is not tiny. He is not tiny. Big boy, he was on the boat trip. I love Tiny. Great. Guy. I live in Florida now. I used to be up here. So anyway, all right, enough of my ass talk. Nobody wants to hear about that. No, let's keep going. What are we what are we talking about? I have got an industry nugget to talk about. This is the kind of stuff you only get in the podcast. I'm not I would never talk about it on the air, but what do you guys want to talk about and we'll go around that. So
1: point. I was just sharing it with Josh. This was just uh, popped up on my Twitter timeline. TMZ had it. Uh, Blake Griffin was apparently on the Alec Baldwin celebrity roast, which is to air next week,
0: and said thanks to Caitlyn Jenner for giving all your daughter's daddy issues.
1: Yes, and he also said something along the lines of "no rolling? no one else no no one else in your family
0: wants a white dick." That's awesome. Now that's a roast. See, that's the thing. Yeah. When you're on a roast, it is no holds barred.
2: Yeah, two people were shot.
0: <laughs> so wait so is caitlin jenner off out of bounds on a roast because no she is a uh, a transgender no he did woman. he did at
1: one point thank her for her courage and all yada yada yada
0: but um, now let me slaughter you
1: right that no he started with he started with the, the caitlin completed her gender reassignment in 2017 finally confirming that no one in that family wants a white dick
0: <laughs> By the way, has Caitlyn Jenner given up her dick? Last I, I heard, asked her. Last I heard, he said she said in an interview she was not ready to do that
2: yet. Well, yeah, but that's just he said she said. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we there go. Was, there was, and then he
1: did say something about <laughs> Alec Baldwin and Caitlyn's young pussy later in the show as
0: well. So that sounds like a great roast. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think until you give up your dick, you're not fully committed to the to the switch.
2: And doesn't that happen in marriage?
0: <laughs> giving up your dick?
1: Yeah, not your balls, Josh. <laughs>
0: so your balls. Wait, you don't give up both? <laughs> <laughs> you were tricked into giving up both to Julia. This is huh? bullshit! Wow, unbelievable, Thoughts and sucker! Prayers. Yeah, well, get them back. <laughs> They're up in an acrylic box on the mantel. Put a no, lock on it. Yeah, but she's she's the only one tall enough to reach. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she is. Uh, she's tall, she's beautiful. You out kicked your coverage. And uh, what, what does she go? Six foot one. Six she's foot two? six three. No, she's not. She's six three, but is she, she really? tells. Yeah, but she
2: tells people she's six two because she doesn't like odd numbers.
0: What? Mm-hmm. That's cray cray. That's that's really weird. So she's not self conscious about being so tall. Many women don't like being that tall. Well,
2: she's used to it.
0: Okay. They don't She's like short dudes usually,
2: though. Also true. Which is probably why my wife doesn't like me. How tall I think are about you? it. Six <laughs> foot.
0: What's your weight? And you have small shoes. <laughs>
2: two. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, <laughs> two
0: and a half. Two and a half. Let me let me guess. Two sixty-five. Well, oh, yeah. Let's go with that. That's cute. <laughs> oh wow! Undershot it, huh? <laughs> I'm, I didn't say that. This is crazy. I'm six. I'm six foot two, forty six, and I'm disgusted by it. It's the fattest I've ever been. I'm disgusted. Yeah, looking looking are at you are a fat right piece now. of shit. I need to. I need <laughs> to dial it in. Uh, at one point, I got down to like two hundred or so. Wow. Adults.
2: I was that in fifth grade. Were you really? I, I don't like the, know. Get her that. Used to that, that was a five fat, years ago. So yeah. You should,
0: you, ever, you see, Fat Getter. He looks no, like one but of the I want clumps. to. I've got the picture. He's got the picture. He said. He from said that he got that
2: way from from producing for you. So I'm bullshit. Fucked.
0: He showed up on the, my doorstep. <laughs> showed up on doorstep looking that way. I did nothing to true. drive him to no, eat. No, I went the other food.
1: way because of you because you made fun of me. So and you, oh, became, people...
0: and you became a pro golfer. Well, pro golfer, you became a PGA professional because I mocked your golf scores on the air. I would say I'm responsible for 78% of your success in life.
2: That is true. I I would not disagree with that (laughs) That statement. That is sad. So speaking of being fat, I think I'm going to have Panda Express later. You're already thinking about
0: your next meal, huh?
2: Well, I haven't. Yeah, I guess we did have McDonald's this morning. (laughs) I think I have a problem.
0: I think there's food
2: uh, where we're going later, too. At X-Golf?
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. There is. Uh, Let's wrap this up and get there. All right, so I want to talk about an industry thing. Yeah, I I, I, I'm hoping you will. Okay, so um, in town here in Milwaukee, shocker, there are other radio stations. There are what? other sports I radio stations. I thought we're stations. the only one. There are other sports shows, and uh, there are other sports here we personalities. Go. Here okay. we go. So
2: This
1: is not going to get back to us.
0: No, 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 no. I don't give a shit if it gets back to us, because I don't give a shit about any of this stuff. I just find oh, it amusing. So I know vaguely who some of the other personalities in the market are, and I've met some of them, including Bill Michaels, who you have worked for, Josh. Yes. And, uh, and I guess over on 105.7, The Fan? Yes. Uh, owned by Entercom. Correct. Okay. Uh, their morning show is uh, this guy, uh, Chuck Friedman and Bart Winkler. Correct. Okay. Uh, Bart apparently goes on Twitter by Winks Thinks. That's his handle. I think I follow both of them on Twitter. I'd have to check. I try to follow everybody in the market. I will even sometimes like tweets from other personalities, both in the Milwaukee market and the D.C. market, if it's something I want to come back to. Because to me on Twitter, likes are just bookmarks. I know you can bookmark it, and it won't show to the world. I just, I'm too lazy. It's another click. And if anyone says, oh, you like that tweet? That's your competition. I've
2: been meaning to talk to you about that, though. you got to be careful, because I saw you like to
0: tweet about Big Latina's 3 coming out. and My account was hacked. That's my story. My account was oh. hacked. Yeah, that's what I'm going with.
2: Because I was like, oh, Steve liked that tweet. Okay. Anyway,
0: anyway so did I. <laughs> we anyway, that I've never I've never met Bart or Chuck. I'm sure they're fine fellas. I'm sure they do a fine show, but here's what's funny, is that There's some guy out there with zero followers and he's zero following who is wearing out Bart Winkler on Twitter with taunts. He's like Triumph the comic insult dog. Just, oh, y'all butt hurt because your ratings suck and Zame is doing this, that, and the other. And people are responding to that saying this is my burner account. (laughs) <laughs> I can't prove that it's not my burner account. I don't have a burner account. I don't have time Allegedly. for any of this shit. No, I don't. I got, got burner emails, but not burner Twitter accounts. What am I, Kevin Durant? Besides, in radio, they say you're not supposed to punch down. You're supposed to punch up. I don't punch anybody because I have been in this business too fucking long. It is such nonsense, all of it, oh, by the way. Because you know what? It's like every station's a restaurant. Every personality is a chef. We all cook whatever food we cook differently. Sometimes the food we cook is not very sophisticated or it doesn't take a lot of skill. It's French fries and hamburgers. But it's what the people want. You know, there is all this ego involved about it. Oh, you suck! You're the best, and it goes back to the Howard Stern days of you know I'm I'm coming into town. I'm going to bury this personality, and when I'm number one, I'll send you a funeral wreath. Ha <laughs> ha! I mean, that's classic radio, and I guess it's fun to a certain extent, but I ain't all about that. I could give two shits, but I'm pretty sure Chuck thinks—or no, not Chuck, but Bart. Bart. I'm pretty sure he's convinced I've got a burner account, and I'm, like, sitting there just, you know, firing on him all day. Now, of course, he he has been—I did look up his tweets, and, you know, he kind of fires on the fact that I do not live here. What? I know. Whoa. Where do you live? And you know what? Address, please. Full address. I know. And you know what? I'll get that to you. Thank you. and, And if you're him, that is probably the one card you got to play. I don't know how it gets him anymore. Listeners, like, hey, he doesn't sleep here, so his takes on sports suck. Hey, he doesn't really like mm-hmm. the Packers. He's pretending to like the Packers. Yeah. I understand I have a certain amount of institutional knowledge deficit from not having grown up here and lived my whole life here.
2: You know what would help with that? What? If you had two other people on your show who were both who from Wisconsin and grew up in Wisconsin. Right. But you should just look
0: Right. But the logic of, well— I listened to Zabe the other day and he did something funny and he made me think about something that I didn't think about and that was fun. I liked that. That was a good listen on my ride into work. But he doesn't sleep here. It's, nah I'm gonna go over and listen to Bart.
2: Yep. Yeah, Bart point. sleeps here. Yeah, he does.
0: I'm not sure that nets him any real marginal listeners. But I don't blame him for playing that card. That's the card to play. But maybe anyway. you two
1: should sleep together at some point. Ooh, good thoughts. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Look. On top of a is, billboard.
1: <laughs> Shock, jock, wacky radio stunt.
0: All I know is this. He's probably a nice fella. They probably do a good show. I don't listen to it. Uh, they got a restaurant. I got a restaurant. We're all chefs. All of our food has a certain amount of row chairs in it. And so, not perfect. so you just, and, and yeah, l- radio is a bit of a zero-sum game in that you, can, you only have one set of ears to listen to only one thing at a time, so every minute that is spent listening to to me versus somebody else or whatever, there is a fight for that. There's a fight for listeners. But I believe that every day I've got to earn people's ears. I have to earn their attention. In an increasingly fractured world of media and with podcasts and with satellite and everything else, everything is my competition. Not just another sports radio show in the morning. Everything is. Mm -hmm. Porn. Yes. Yes. Well, well Bob, maybe. Bob well, not Vila's your car. Probably. I'm assuming for drive time morning, it's got to be in your car.
1: Bob Vila's not your competition, probably. No, i repair show is probably not your com- P- our competition. Porn is definitely your competition. Yeah,
2: for sure. Okay. Agreed.
0: Even so, in the mornings, even in the cars. So if you guys were hoping to be part of a morning show that engages in all this kind of, you know, wacky trash talk and blah, 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 then you're just, you're not going to get it from me because I just don't Shit. care. I'm I also- learned a long time ago, stay focused on the number on that little rectangular piece of paper that comes on the 1st and the 15th and watch for any variations in it. What is that? Paycheck. You get one of those too? I do, yes. I this that, is I, horseshit. I thought that was the rent bill he was talking about. You look at the 1st and the 15th and then you try to discern if there's any fluctuation and whether that corresponds to any shit you do when it comes to tweeting or trash talking or or anything else other than just I'm doing a good job, I'm staying employed, and I'm avoiding fucking meetings with my boss. Because that's the other thing, too, I learned a long time ago. The last thing I need is a meeting. I'm here to take their money. And by their money, it means whoever I'm employed by. And by take their money, I don't mean steal it. I mean provide an honest service and then take their money. So steal it. No. No, stealing would be just saying, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to give an effort. So what the hell?
1: Take the money and buy more cameras. Or
0: drones. Or drones.
2: And then film people naked. No. Porn.
0: With the drone. So anyway, there's your backstory inside baseball story. Nobody gives a shit about this stuff. And then people on Twitter are like, oh, you're going to respond to this. I got time to respond to this stuff.
2: Yeah, what the real people want to know is do you for, do you prefer a big old set of titties or a fat ass? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all right. That's an interesting one right there. Okay. All right, so 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 I when did, so when, you, so when are you moving here. Yeah, everyone wants to know that. I want to know the answer to the thing I asked you. <laughs> I'm a boob man. Okay. Well, in general, I'm a boob there you man. Go. I mean, I you know, I like a good Boobs. ass. Boob. Yeah, everyone wants to know when I'm moving here. I'm moving here sometime between tomorrow <laughs> and never. That's the spectrum huh. of when I'm moving here. You know I'll be honest, that's kind of vague. I know it is. This this thing has to work before I pack everything up and uh say this is where I'm gonna be. But you know, hey man, life has a way of getting in the way when you start making big plans like, I gotta do this, I'm gonna do that, you know? They came to me and they said, You wanna do this? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. A sports station that's not all hung up on sports. A sports station that lets you talk about shit that is not necessarily, black score this, black score that. On a great FM signal in a city that loves sports, in an area of the Midwest that also is sports crazy, that has good teams and the college element with University of Wisconsin. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in on this. And they're like, you know, for now you don't have to move here. We'll uh, bring you up once a month. We'll figure it out and let's see how it goes. Of course I was in on this. And then they said, you were involved, Josh. And I said, I'm out. Yeah. And they go, sorry, we've got your contract and it's signed. You can't get out of it. So. Right. There you go.
2: Is everything you just said true? That-
0: no. Oh. Uh, well, the part about you about me saying I'm out when I heard it was you is not true at all. Oh. And
2: Because I was like, how did you know who I was? No, 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 no. Oh. not He even followed know-
1: you from the Burner account on Twitter. Oh, you
0: gotcha,
2: know. gotcha, gotcha. Okay, never mind.
0: And, and Gitter came on board because... Shea was moved to the middays on, he's doing two shows now producing. Doubling up. Yeah, Heller and Dolphin and uh, the crossover. And that's a good spot for him. It fits better for him. And Getter was luckily available because Taylor made golf, the idiots that they are, eliminated his position where he used to sell $500 drivers by the bucket load and that was still not good enough for them somehow. So yeah. So he kind of fell into our laps here. And are you guys getting along? That's the most important thing. No. You're not, okay. No.
1: Once we leave the studio door, we don't talk to each other. It's true. Yep.
0: Okay, well, that's what I'm worried
2: about. But mostly it's because I hate him. (laughs) So... Besides that, though, okay. we're fine. All right, good. Yeah,
0: and something about his face. Yeah. I just don't like his face. Yeah, your I don't like your face. Can you change that face?
2: Yeah, it, Rob
0: Riggle style. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I don't know what it is, I but if you what don't what
2: change is. your face, I'm going. All
0: yeah, right. Well for, I was like, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll take that into consideration. That in consideration. I'll, I'll see what I can do about that. Oh, that's such Have a good you movie. ever had? Uh, we're all married here. Have you ever had your wife uh, scold you for a face that you made? in a discussion yeah. or argument like today you mean? shit in the woods okay yeah. so yeah okay good right and and <laughs> i have said before i don't have rearview mirrors on my shoulders so i can monitor my facial expression <laughs> right. at all times she's like why are you making that face i'm like i don't even know what face i'm making
1: i get the tone oh tone. Yeah. i get your both. tone
0: Fa- yeah tone <laughs> tone and face i get both
2: ones. and then what what my wife but does is you know is-
0: your tone you don't know uh, your face. Not always.
2: Not always. You don't realize the tone that you're coming across with. And the I'm other just thing condescending too,
1: condescending to most people in general. So you well, that's know. true.
2: You are an asshole. But so. the other thing is, is that then my wife mocks me by. I'll be like, "What face did I making? Like maybe my face was kind of like this," and which is good for radio. But then she'll she'll blow it way out of proportion. Your face was like, <laughs> like my, I couldn't make my face look like that. Well, that's what it looked like.
0: They say there's like 286 distinct muscles that control your facial expressions. Everything from your forehead to your eyebrows to your eyeline to your cheeks to your lips to your nose. And it's true that facial expressions are the most information-rich things without any verbal words to go with it.
2: Right.
0: Simple facial expressions.
2: Let's do a test. What am I thinking of right now?
0: Food. Boobs. Damn it. I oh, know. Nailed you. That's Sorry. Right Did we about, both get it? Yeah. I was singing about <laughs> boobs and food. Nice. Damn it. All right. So I got these sweet uh, 3930 custom. Yeah. Uh, fighting Still waiting for mine. Lids. Yeah.
2: You'll get it next
0: week. Yeah. And here's the thing. Okay. So uh, Ellen was great enough to get these dialed in. I love Ellen. Me. Ellen's great. And, uh, you know but i ordered a small run so these are not cheap these were like 20 dollars a piece yes
1: holy macaroni and cheese new era is not expensive
2: not inexpensive yeah. excuse
0: me new new era is expensive they're the best caps though yes they are and i would say that a retail on a new era cap that's got a major league logo on them What's is at least 30 35 bucks 35 bucks I should have been at about 15 bucks, but then the small run size and the custom setup charge and whatnot, I don't mind splurging for hats. Here's the only question, though. I only have 20 of these, and I want to give them out to everybody here in the building. Besides Dario. Besides Did Dario, I? who wants one and will actually wear it.
2: Okay, so this is a good, a good point to talk about. For example, never seen Shea wear a hat. Never. Not in his entire time that but I've seen I him. If I
0: tell him, do you want a hat, what will he say? Sure, man. Of course. Right. I want to avoid guys like right. that. Everyone takes a free hat, whether or not they're going to wear it. And this is not what I just want to give away, so I've got to be kind of selective. Drew said he wanted one, but I'm like, fucking Drew doesn't wear hats. I've Yeah. He's got this magnificent head of hair at age 50, and he doesn't need a hat.
2: Right, and always looks good. But he wants one. Yeah. So I like KB put- needs one.
0: Does KB wear hats? Yeah. Okay.
2: KB does Tim.
0: How can I give Drew a hat when he doesn't like gear? He doesn't wear gear. He Do does wear the ribbon. Did he
2: give you one of the books?
0: What books? His, one book. of his books?
2: His yeah. Packer book. Should trade him for it. Yeah, yeah, but I
0: don't read. Just like he doesn't wear a hat, well, I don't read.
2: Who cares? There's you probably just pictures. It,
0: you just put it, you know, to look fancy, you put it on the mantle. Yeah, but he didn't come out of pocket. Like, I'm out of pocket for these hats to the tune of 500 bucks. For 20 hats. Well, so Armin. Armin wears right hats. Off. I gave Armin a hat. Armin, a right wears Armin has helped me personally and I gave him a hat. You uh, uh, deserve a hat. Gitter deserves a hat. Um,
2: Armin is honestly probably one of the only other people in the bill I've seen wear a hat. Okay. I wear a hat every day. Gitter wears hats a lot. Armin will wear a hat.
0: Okay. Gitter, I'm gonna leave the hats with you because I don't I forgot I have to take them home with me and I'm not gonna carry that home. I gotta carry home all this goddamn video game equipment that Josh yes sir. me down with. Uh, so we can play video games. But yeah. So we'll figure out who's hat worthy.
2: This is going to be a fun segment. We should build this into something. There are only 20 of these hats. Hat worthy. Who is hat worthy? Well, there's 18 now. Right? Half of
0: the hats. Technically are, 17. Half of the mm-hmm. hats are the uh, new era 3930 large, extra large. And that's too big for most heads. I'm wearing one right now. It's a little bit loose. Uh, and the medium. Well, when you grow your hair
1: better. out, it'll get a little tighter. Oh, so. yeah.
0: Exactly. That's true. <laughs> exactly. There that's you go. true. When I start taking steroids, my hand will get bigger. We need to look that. like Barry Bonds. When am I doing that? Yeah. I don't know. Tomorrow. That's a good day to start. All right, boys. That'll do it for this uh, this visit.
2: Yay podcast!
0: Welcome to the podcast. Hey, are you
1: sending Uber Eats with McDonald's first in the morning? Because you've been bringing McDonald's in and we're yeah. kind of expecting it tomorrow.
0: Well, you're on your own starting tomorrow. Shit. Yep. I'm so fat. <laughs> and with that, we'll end it today. Thanks for uh, joining us, boys. we we'll end on this today. Boy, was the end of the Texans-Saints game exciting. You know what else it was? Disgusting. Bill O'Brien and Romeo Cornell died a coward's death, the two of them. Hand-in-hand in, hand in NFL cowardice. It's like you see it all the time as a fan, and you say to yourself, my God, why don't you just play regular defense? Now, you might argue the Saints did just what you would have suggested, Zabe, and they gave up, boom, boom, two big touchdowns, two big passes. They couldn't cover their guys one-on-one. They pressured Deshaun Watson. They got to him on that touchdown pass to Kenny Stills. He still made a hell of a play, a baller play. By the way, I love Deshaun Watson's ball, the way he throws it. It comes off, it reminds me of Warren Moon, and I know that's going to sound cliche, like, oh, black quarterback, what a shock. No, but it's a big arm, heavy ball, tight spiral, love it. He threw a strike to Kenny Stills, and it was like, wow, touchdown. And you're thinking, okay, they're good to go. The extra point, which was missed by Kaimi Fairbairn, Kaimi Fairbairn, was bailed out by a roughing the kicker penalty, which I thought was cut and dried. I, what was Booger McFarland saying? Like, oh, that's kind of ticky-tack. Hey, man, he cut both legs out from under him. The rule's in there for a reason. You don't just get to smoke the kicker just because the kick is already away. That's what kills me about analysts. They go, well, he'd already kicked it. He already basically missed it. So, so what? That's not how the rule is. It's not if the kick was going to miss anyway or if the ball was away without any roughing up until that point, then you should ignore it. No, that's not the rule. You don't get to run into the kicker trying to block a kick. So, whatever. So, they're up, and I'm thinking, okay, all I got to do is stop them. A couple of plays, that's it. Here comes the soft defense. And sure enough, on what was the ultimate – Game-winning play, just a little eight-yard curl route. Boom, sit down, catch, go down, call timeout. Boger McFarland was saying, I can't believe what I'm seeing. Why are they playing off? The safeties were playing 25 yards deep. They were guarding against a touchdown. Seriously, why do NFL coaches do this? I'll tell you the answer. They live in their fears. They don't live in their dreams. And this is how they prefer to die. They can't just say, okay, six seconds left they got one play we can stop them on one play we're going to rush four hell maybe five and we'll cover everybody else out everybody else up and we will we will rush we won't give them much time to set up and we're going to make the play and we're going to win the game and we're going to get on the bus we're going to say fuck yeah we're 1-0 they don't do that they think well maybe they'll dump it off for a couple but maybe they'll drop it or maybe the time will run out or maybe they'll miss a 57 yarder that's how you die a coward's death in the NFL, and it will happen again and again and again this year, league-wide. Mark it down. Lastly, I know Scott hates him, and I know he's not for everybody, but you got to listen to Joe Tessator with an open mind. Joe Tessator had some elite-level calls in the final minute of that game. They were spot-on. They were pitch-perfect. They were full of excitement. They weren't overly done. And they are so good, I think, compared to the hesitant and whining Al Michaels. It's not even close. One of these days, when I get off my lazy ass, I'll do a side-by-side, play-by-play example of, see, here's what Al Michaels is not giving you. And see, here's how a guy who's really sharp punches up a play. I think the broadcast without Joe Testor is obviously better. Funny, too, how ESPN had to change their graphics package mid-game because they're like "Uh, the yellow is that good for a background for down a distance all right that'll do it for me today thank you so much for listening and downloading as always i appreciate it tell a couple friends rate and review subscribe to fridays if you so feel and we will see you tomorrow everybody as we head towards week two of the national football league